this is for you if and when you find yourself feeling so sterilized with whatever you're sharing on social media, assuming you have a business and that is why you are posting on social media. People like to know and see and learn about you. I mean, air quotes reality TV is evidence that we're just nosy, curious MFers. You know, we just want to know what's going on behind the curtain. I mean, obviously, Instagram influencers, family vloggers, I have complicated feelings about all that, but people like to know what's happening, how you're doing things, not even just in business and as it relates to your specific expertise, but like, what do you use for your curly hair? You know, that's something I'm very interested in. Because I think Noe might actually have a bit of wavy curly hair like me. And 37 years in, I still haven't found my ideal product recipe. (laughs) So I'm invested now in figuring it out for both of us. But anyway, you know, I remember I used to love watching my sister's friend with her caboodle in the car when we were taking them to school. And I was way too young for school. But my big sister had teenage friends. We would pick her up for carpool. She had her caboodle. This is in the early 90s with her pink and blue eyeshadow. And I would just sit there. I mean, what a little creep. I would just sit there in my car seat and watch her put her makeup on. It's like YouTube before YouTube was a thing. Makeup tutorials. It was glorious. I'm sharing this because yesterday, I don't know what compelled me to take a selfie in front of my office window to really highlight and show what I call my cinnamon sugar hair color. I started to get some white in my hair, which is like naturally auburn and is a very full range. My eyebrows are really dark brown. And then the hair around my face frame can be really light red and then it's brown underneath. It's a whole rainbow of red to brownish shades on my head, but now there's also white in the mix. So that's why I call it cinnamon sugar. And it really amplified after having my kids. I understand there could be nutritional deficiencies at play, blah, 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 genetics as well. Um, Not interested in recommendations right now or anything. I was just sharing it because I know I'm not the only one, you know, I know I'm not the only one, obviously. I'm obviously not the only person who's getting white hair at this point, whether 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. I mean, I have some friends that are at least 10 years older than me and have none. And I'm just amazed. I'm like, how does that even work? So fascinating to me. Anyway, I shared a selfie. I shared a selfie and I put like little messages on top just on my own philosophy of how over the last few years, I've started to get low lights. I never wanted to dye my hair growing up because I knew my color was very unique. It was literally remarkable, as in people would make remarks. It was a conversation starter. And what do I love, if not conversations and connection? You know, it was a connection point. But when that color started to fade, I was like, hang on a second. I don't know if I'm ready for that. And so I've what I've done is, well, I experimented a couple times with all over colors that would fade out. And then what I've been doing the last few years is getting low lights. So the opposite of highlights, but low lights where you're actually depositing color onto these blank canvas strands. And so we'll deposit like a dark red mixed with brown usually so that it just blends in. And I've never, well, not never, like I said, back in the day, I did a couple of all over color experiences back in Hawaii um, after Deacon, because that's when it really started coming in. And 
So now I do low lights and I kind of go back and forth on whether or not I want to cover up a lot and most of it and like just barely leave a little bit of silver showing or if I want to leave a lot because I'm going to experiment with my own Stacey London style streak. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I change my mind every time, but it's been months since my last color I did in Hawaii whenever I was there and visiting. My friend Kai used to do my hair there. It was great. Hi, Kai. You're listening. We added her to the podcast on that day while I was at the next hair salon getting my hair done and my kids were all there. It was very ridiculous, but we made it work. Anyway, it's been a long time since I had my hair done. There's lots of white showing. I took a selfie and the point is it's like triple. I posted it to my Instagram stories and then it also shared over to my Facebook where my friends and family are, which is sometimes awkward, but I'm just going with it to practice being seen. (laughs) So anyway, I was just very interested that it was triple-ish the amount of views as my usual stories. Almost the most views that I've ever had besides when I shared Noe's birth story, which also has almost nothing to do with business, but also kind of everything to do with business. The point is the personal stuff. I mean, I remember getting a client because I shared a bump selfie because I was just feeling cute one day when I was pregnant with Noe. Side note, why is it that I feel more comfortable sharing a selfie when I'm pregnant as opposed to just being myself. Let's untangle that in another episode. So it's just random personal stuff, not random because I was inspired enough to share it for whatever reason. It was on my heart. It sparked a lot of conversation. That's one of my hypotheses is that because it sparked conversation, especially from women and friends, they were responding. So I bet Meta was like, oh, people are engaging. Let's show it to more people. That's probably a lot of what it was. But why were people responding? Because they could relate to it, whether they have gray hair or they love experimenting with hair color. And it was just a fun, you know, like fun, easy thing to talk about with human adult contact throughout the day. Whatever it was, if you're putting any kind of pressure on yourself that you can only talk about things that are so specific to your business, your product or whatever, you're missing out, one, just on fun human connection, and two, the freedom of the full range of your expression and your existence in this lifetime. We want to see you. We want to get to know you. We want to get to know what it's actually like to be in your energetic orbit. And if you're only sharing because you think you have these five content pillars that you have to stick to, absolutely you could. Absolutely that could work. But you are your niche, niche however you want to pronounce it. You are the value. Whatever it is that you feel inspired by to talk about, to share the selfie that you took in front of the mirror or or the window or whatever, if you felt a little zap of energy to share it, then it's very likely that someone's going to feel a zap of energy when they see it. Some, that's drawing them to you. Some, it's repelling them to you. In any and all cases, that's beautiful because it helps you filter people in and out that you would really genuinely love to work with. So your mission, should you choose to accept it, is sometime in the next week or so. Take a picture of yourself as you are. I don't care if you do makeup or filter or whatever, but just let yourself be seen even if it has there, even if there's no caption whatsoever, it doesn't have to be a big story about anything. But just allow yourself to be seen, especially if it's been a while. Choose your selfie. I challenged my clients to do this a month or two ago, and it was delightful. It was so fun. I'm like, you don't have to have any, you don't have to wax poetic in a caption. It can literally just be a picture of you that you liked of yourself. 
in this moment without any special outfit or winged eyeliner or whatever. We want to see you. And again, I don't know what Instagram and the algorithm was up to, but I feel like that was a highlighted message for me to share with you today. Highlighted, no pun intended, um, that you are worthy of being seen. So do with that what you will. Leave a comment in the comment box and I'll meet you back here soon. Bye. Okay, technically that was the end of the episode, but since you're still here, one, I'd love to thank you for spending part of your day with me, and two, I'd love to ask you if you would take 30 seconds, maybe 60, to leave a rating and review in your podcast app before you tap out today. If you've already done that, it's amazing. Please send me a screenshot so I can thank you personally, and know that sharing this episode with a friend has the same magical powers, and I deeply appreciate both. Also, in case you're listening to the end to see if I ever actually introduce myself, hi! My name is Nikki Elledge Brown. I'm the host and author of Naptime Empires and this here on Her Terms podcast. You can find me around the internet at Nikki Elledge Brown in most places, but what you may appreciate most is actually over at onherterms.com. It's what I call the insider library. It's where you can get inside scoop, first listen rights, email updates every time there's a new episode, and then special insider only bonus content. It's all over in our private feed. Okay, that's a wrap for real. I'll meet you in the next episode.